For Tuesday, January 18, the 18th day of 2022, there are 347 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines. From around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll look ahead to your next uh, 36 hours weather-wise, what that has in store. And uh, we'll do that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Cell nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Greenville. Hey, Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You got all gussied up. Now you have no place to go. Correct. Not going to Muhlenberg County tonight. Correct. Tonight's game between Grayson County and Muhlenberg County has been canceled. So no boys basketball tonight in uh, down on the Green River. You, you wouldn't necessarily mind if it meant you could see the U.K. game instead. But mm-hmm. since the cats don't play till tomorrow, there's no real silver lining in this for you other mm-hmm. than you don't get to go to Muhlenberg County tonight. Yeah, down by the Green River, right? Uh, well, the... you'd have to cross the Green River. Well, I'm just thinking of, you, gotta... you know, you got to do a John Prine reference, right? Yeah, of course. You can... um, no no paradise, no no seeing the paradise smokestacks off no, in the distance. Even though they're like... not turned on anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah no, I mean, it's... it's... Sometimes happens that way. Over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as the worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis Ooh, the Cook. The name's Yukon We Cornelius. lovingly know him the as Yukon Cornelius. You're looking at a mighty humble bumble. Morning, humble bumble. What's happening? Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Good to see you. Yeah, you know what? Uh hate to complain first off. I knew you were going to do this. I saw you when you stepped up on the stoop. Yeah, I was Go like, ahead. we've got to do something about the icy patches around here. No, that's uh that's our that's our obstacle course. It's it's <sighs> where we it's where we separate those with skill from those without well, skill. skill. I saw you getting all ginger stepping up onto the no, stepping just, up onto the I to have, the front porch. It's one shoes. step. It's one shoes step. On. I was like, "Ooh, but I don't even have a rail to hold I, on I to." I have tennis shoes on. Listen, I have fallen there down cer- a concrete there's, flight of steps before, and it's not fun. There's certain people that made it in the building yesterday that if they could make it in the building, you should be able to make it out in the building without any issues. People I still that are almost to, twice your age. I just didn't want to have to, you know. Made it in, did a flip as, as they came in. I to go to the hospital, you know. I was just concerned. And if you're coming out to the office today, everybody, just – just take it slow, take it easy, take your time. Maybe yeah. walk in the snow instead of on the path where you're supposed to walk. That might help. I made it in with no issues. You're here once a week. The rest of us navigate this all the time. Yeah, I'm just it's not a retail establishment. You're here by invitation. Liability issues here, guys, going <laughs> through the roof. You think so? Hmm. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, the rest of us, the rest of us know how to oh. do it. Sam, get out there and clean it up. <laughs> I've put salt on that plenty okay. of times before. Hey, how would you like to be Mike McCarthy this week and having to explain why you called oh. a run at the end of the Cowboys game when Ooh. no other team – so they, they spent the last 24 hours doing the research. No team in the last 25 years, which is as far back as the data reaches – called a run play in a playoff game while trailing by one score with less than 20 seconds remaining and no timeouts. Because why would you? Well, exactly. Unless, but, unless I mean, especially in the NFL, in college, first, you know, the clock stops on a first down, uh-huh. so at least you can justify it a bit. But, yeah, no, there's no there's no. In his excuse. defense, though. No. Okay, QB's good, right? Eh. But the ref... I saw this replay. Well, he, the ref he, was like 25 yards back. 
who but, has to touch the ball and place it, right? Uh-huh. And that and that's where the time went away. But if they build a wall in front of the official where he can't <laughs> oh, get to the ball, I, I do love that they just shove Dak Prescott out of the way. Well, no, but no. He's, he knows that yeah. he's trying. He has to. He's trying to help them because he knows yeah. that he has to touch the and, ball before they can clock it. But they built a fortress yes. between the official and the ball. I, so what do you expect him to do? I give, I give him props. So he was booking it. Too. He was. He was trying. He was. Well, the play. I as I said yesterday. Everybody in the world was surprised, was caught off guard. Like, what are you all doing? And as it turns out, no one has attempted that in the last 25 years. That's crazy. Which is as long as they've been paying attention to that mm-hmm. particular thing. But here's where the adage, fortune favors the bold, does not apply. Okay. You know, like, it's... Yeah. Fortune did not favor, that was a bold move. And then the Rams last night are the final team to advance into the divisional weekend. So the Rams just okay. took care of the Cardinals last yeah, night. That, so it's the 49ers I, and the Rams. Uh, it'll be the 49ers at the Packers and then the Rams at the Buccaneers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> I watched the first half and then I kind of had enough. Did, did you get the hot mic moment? No, I didn't watch it. I was I was busy watching eighteen eighty three and some other things. Peyton but. got a uh, got a hot mic moment. Yeah, what there. did? So are he, you allowed? Okay, apparently, I, you're not allowed I can't, to say what I he can't, said. I can kind of go basic. So they came back from break, and Eli said, "Hey, Peyton, why don't you go over what you saw in this play?" And play, Peyton goes, "Can't hear uh, uh, blank. Can't okay. hear blank." Right. And and you? Eli goes, Eli goes. Never mind. It <laughs> just, just goes on. But can't can't hear fortune cookies. That's can't what hear, he said. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, what, what. Uh, um, starts with an S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was the Rock apparently bending some elbows? Um, yeah, the Rock wasn't bad. I think the Rock. Uh, he apparently has a tequila brand, and I think uh, the Rock might have so, been enjoying his tequila brand. So he brand. was using that opportunity. Uh-huh. But it was hilarious branding. because every single time that he would like get a break or they'd go full screen on him, he'd he'd uh, slowly so, bring up his glass and gotcha. take a drink out of his cup. All right. So but, he's uh, just yeah. yeah, he's being a branding officer, which he's thing, so. he's very good. I'm at. I'm sure he was not getting paid to be on you know make his appearance, so he uh-huh. was you know. And then Russell Wilson came on in the second half. I didn't I didn't watch that part. So though. I, I'll guarantee you, Russell Wilson was not selling a tequila. The brand. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think <laughs> no, Larry was, Fitzgerald was, was on in the first quarter. He was really good. Larry so. Fitzgerald's good. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald's a really good golfer, by the way. Is he? In fact, they talked about that. They yeah. talked about that. Dennis, you had a question about the NFL? Yeah, like who's left? Oh, so, okay. So uh, you get Bengals. So you get um, you get Montgomery in versus Nashville Hot Chicken okay. on Saturday afternoon. Ooh, that's hot. Okay. Sky, Skyline Chili. And no, if I have to do it, I'm going Gold Star. Well, fine. You know, Gold what? Star Cincinnati- is officially Gold Star. Officially is officially the chili of the Bengals. So correct. So skyline's out. I'm if I'm doing it, I'm going all in. Going to be officially uh, sanctioned. I'm going to Montgomery Inn though. <laughs> that's where y'all can find me. Well, it's good. Raiders uh, ice cream. Saturday night is Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, but. But there's two games? Correct. So who's the late game on Saturday? Uh, that'll be the Packers and the Rams. Okay. Gotcha. And then Sunday, I don't know which one is which, but you have Bucks, 49ers. Mm. No, sorry. Rams, 49ers. It is the, I don't know. It's Packers and 49ers. I don't even know. All right. Okay. I'm trying. So we'll, Rams, we'll, look at the, we'll look at the Thanks. schedule later. Hey, it's going to be, be a beautiful, sunshiny day today. Uh, one of the reasons we got uh, Mr. Blues guy in while we could. But we'll see uh, rain throughout the day tomorrow. So here's how it's kind of shaping up. We're going to see a rain event basically from 7 to 7 tomorrow, give or take, across the region. Then about 7 o'clock tomorrow night, that rain could shift over to snow. So you'll get a quarter of an inch of uh, you get a quarter of an inch of rain throughout the day tomorrow. So over a 12 hours, that's just a general soaking rain throughout the day. And then about 7 o'clock, temperature will drop. That'll change over to snow. Uh, some air portions of the region may get three inches. We may get, I think we're right now looking at inch, inch and a half, something like that, but enough to disrupt you come Thursday morning. But mm-hmm. I believe by about midnight tomorrow night, snow moves out of the area. So whatever you get is basically going to be in the evening hours tomorrow. So that's what you can, what you can expect from um, the weather pattern. North Korea said today it had conducted a test, uh, test firing of tactical guided missiles a day after South Korea's military detected the North 
launching two ballistic missiles into the sea. Monday's test was North Korea's fourth round of missile launches this month and the second since its foreign ministry warned of stronger and more explicit action after the Biden administration last week imposed fresh sanctions over the North's continued weapons displays. Here's what I know about the the North Koreans. Kim Jong Un. Un? Yeah, we're on Un. Il was his dad. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah, so Un, Il, I'm not an Un Papa, Mao Mao, whatever. Wow. Um, Where's Dennis Rodman when you need him? He, well, this is this is a job for for the worm. So send him on down there. But here's what we know about: he is a toddler, and just like all toddlers, eventually they start. Wah, I need a diaper change, or Wah, I need a bottle change, or Wah, I want out. Wah. So this apparently until someone decides to do something about the young un regime every few years you know during the trump era it was he had to fly down there and walk into the demilitarized zone and meet with him and have a summit and that pacified him that put a bottle in his mouth for a while and then so he just was and so he's going to was some more until it'll be interesting to see how the biden administration though handles it mm-hmm. this will be we know how we know how the predecessor handled it be interesting to see how this guy handles it and see if they can shut shut North Carolina, uh, North Korea up for a little longer. North Carolina, too. Sure, perhaps. shut them up. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I don't know. I like some people from North Carolina. Roy Williams, too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I like some people from North Carolina. I don't necessarily that means we like. Get to, now that we've mentioned it, we get to use our good friend <laughs> no, Roger Lush's no. tar holes. <laughs> Got to get to use, throw that That's, in that's there. right. Blame Roger Lush on it. <laughs> uh, a Bowling Green man has been killed after crashing into a semi-truck on I-65 in Hart County. State police said troopers responded to the accident at the 67-mile marker of northbound uh, uh, the northbound interstate over the weekend. Police said preliminary investigation revealed 48-year-old uh, Abdenasir Adan of uh, Barron, Wisconsin, was driving a 98 international semi-truck when the vehicle was struck in the rear by a 2021 Hyundai Elantra being driven by 28-year-old Martin Mutabazi. Uh, Mutabazi was pronounced dead at the scene by the Hardin County Corner, uh, Hart County Coroner's Office. A Campbellsville man has been charged with murder. The Campbellsville Police Department said officers responded to a residence on North Jackson Street at 1220 after being informed that a man was at the home in violation of a domestic violence order. Police found 34-year-old Justin George deceased from a gunshot wound. Following an investigation, they arrested 27-year-old Joseph Roberts and charged him with George's murder. Uh, An Eastern Kentucky deputy has been fired and charged with four felonies after attacking a store owner while off-duty. State police arrested Montgomery County Deputy uh, Jordan Perry. He was charged with first-degree strangulation and three counts of first-degree wanton endangerment, all felonies. And then uh, fourth-degree assault was also a charge that was added. He was off-duty last week, and he attacked the Mount Sterling store owner, Ifran Saeed, during a dispute over whether snow had been shoveled at Saeed's convenience store. What? Security video shows Perry going behind the counter and grabbing Saeed by the throat. Perry then grabs and twists Saeed's arm and pushes him out the front door of the business. I say, I'm calling 911. I'm calling the cops. And the man looked at me and said, I am the cops. The assault continued outside but was broken up by two of Saeed's regular customers. Perry was fired on Thursday. I take back everything I said about the sidewalk earlier. <laughs> yeah, he might take you out front. It was fine. I just I just <laughs> forgive me. You got an arm twisting coming. <laughs> oh man. Well better that than a strangulation. The Mayfield Candle Factory destroyed last month by a tornado has filed paperwork saying it won't reopen the facility and will lay off some employees. Mayfield Consumer Products said in a filing uh, a week ago under the Federal Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act that it plans to shift some workers to a nearby plant that will open soon. The company said in the filing that 250 of the 501 people employed at the Mayfield plant will be offered positions at the plant in Hickory, which is about 10 miles away. The new facility will be up and running as soon as practical. So it says to me they're just abandoning the site if they're going to continue operations that are 10 miles away. But I can see where people would be uh, reticent about wanting to work 
in a facility where that number of people had lost their lives, uh, it it will cast a pall over mm-hmm. that particular area. I don't know what that area becomes. I don't know if it becomes a memorial in you know perpetually. There's you know upkeep and things like that involved. So I'm not sure what they will do with that. But I guess it's a practical move. But it does make you wonder. I haven't heard anything in the last couple of weeks about uh, litigation and about claims about, you know, they were forced to be there, et cetera. Right. And, and I, so I don't know how much of this is in some way tied to that. But at first when I heard they were going to re- that they were going to close that facility and, and move to another area, I thought, well, that's like a, that's like a double whammy for, for Mayfield and Graves County if they lo- lose the lives of those workers and of fellow Graves Countyans. And then they're also losing an industrial facility that's moving to some other location. Now, I don't know that Hickory is in Graves County. We could probably find out. But it's near enough to the region that it still has, you know, an economic input. They still, you know, have what they consider a home in western Kentucky. So It is in Graves County. It is in Graves County. So I don't know all the nuance involved there, but I can see where it's probably a wise move to to go continue operations somewhere else and try and, um, you know, Turn that turn the page on that chapter at some point in time in the future the best that you can. I will say, uh, while we're talking about Mayfield and uh, Graves County and Western Kentucky, I had the good fortune to spend quite a bit of time Friday afternoon with uh, Misty. Uh, I had a chance to – we hadn't caught up in person in a couple of months, and so uh, it was a chance to be able to, to sit down face-to-face and have a conversation. And and she was she was sharing with me – how since December, she's had the, uh, it's been part of her tasks to accompany and escort dignitaries into that portion of the state with her work through the Red Cross. And she said that um, that it never fails, that there, there's a hill that you that you go over into the damaged area that it never fails that when you take someone into that area, when they go over that hill and they try and prepare them and they say, you're, it's about to get very real here on what you're about to see. And she says it never fails when they crest that hill and the person sees it in person for the first time, they're overcome with emotion. And so she just kind of sharing from the mm-hmm. field some of her experiences, and she's been able to watch multiple people see it for the first time. You know, after you've been there for a few days, you 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 know that you're among the damage. You go, okay, this is where we are, and this is what we have to deal with. But for a person stepping into it for the first time, it still is a very moving experience on what that area is dealing with. So. All right, what else to pass along to you this morning? Kentucky has joined 15 other states asking the State Department to crack down on fentanyl. AG Daniel Cameron has announced another step in fighting the drug epidemic by joining a coalition of 16 states in a letter urging the U.S. State Department to take a tougher approach to prevent fentanyl from pouring across international borders. In their letter to the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, the attorneys general outlined their concerns about the protection and distribution of fentanyl and asked Secretary Blinken to take a tougher stance on foreign policy with China and Mexico to stop the influx of fentanyl into the United States. One of the reasons the border is so important and controlling the border is you think, what does that have to do with us? Well, Kentucky blessed, we have a very wide presence on the interstate commerce system. And how do they travel these, how do these drug traffickers move this product into the northeastern United States? Through the interstate commerce, interstate system. And so whether it's I-65 or whether it's I-75, that's, uh, you know, that's why they intercept a lot of the drugs being moved through there. So they're trying to, to, to head it off at the border. So maybe we're dealing with less of it here in the Commonwealth. And they, you know, they drop their poison along the way as they move into Ohio and Pennsylvania and New York and uh, all the other areas of our country. It is. Uh, I, I saw a thing last night. Someone posted on Twitter that it's kind of an interesting observation that you've got Oscar Schwebe, Shibwe, and Ty Ty Washington on the same team who are both setting historic records in the same season at UK, but seemingly somehow the Cats are still underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was only this last Saturday when they were firing on all cylinders 
that you saw this is what that this is what they can do. This is what that team can do. And so I, I think not, I, I think that Ty Ty Washington is also underrated at this point. Even though he's the SEC freshman of the year, uh, freshman of the week four weeks in a row, I think he's still not getting the full credit that he might deserve because he, I, he apparently is a good teammate mm-hmm. in sharing the ball. And so it's kind of remarkable to watch. The Cats will go to Texas A&M. Is that trip to College Station a trap game? I I, I mean, it's always a tough place to Hard play. Hard place I'm not to sure play. That it's, I mean, Texas A&M's 4-0 in the SEC, so I'm not sure you can necessarily say trap game because they are undefeated in the SEC, and you got to be ready. And, I mean, Kentucky always seems to go to overtime there, too. Yeah. Never fail. Any road game in the SEC – it's a challenge. It yeah. is. It's I remember that one instance down there when uh, Isaac Humphreys slammed right. the ball and got the technical at the end when they had that game one, and it just—it's oh, yeah. a very hostile place to play. But the real test comes down on the plains uh, on Saturday. Uh, what should have been a matchup with the number one team? Auburn should be the number one team in the country right now, but uh, not for—I guess for one Kansas. Voter had him ninth. Had him at ninth. That kept them from being. That uh, kept them from being the number one team. But I, I'd say Kentucky will be up for that game on Saturday. The Auburn Tigers will be yeah. up for that game on Saturday. It should be a very good basketball game. Uh, we'll have we'll have it for you as well. So there you go. There are your headlines for the day. We're going to get caught up. We've got plenty of more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Gourmet Coffee Day. It's Winnie the Pooh Day today. Oh. Okay. Oh, bother. So, Dennis, if you uh, are you Tigger, Eeyore, Piglet, or Winnie? It depends on the day. Or today, Pooh. I'm Winnie the Pooh, I think. Okay. All right. You look like Winnie the Pooh trying to get up on the porch. Uh, oh. I was bothered. Sam looked like Tigger. There is a rumbling in my boing, tumble. Oh, yeah. Boing, oh, yeah. Boing. It is also Thesaurus Day today because this is the uh, anniversary of the birth of Roger mm. from the uh, Roger's Thesaurus, the lexicographer. Huh. That's a fancy word. Was his word. last name Thesaurus? Fancy word for a word, dude. No, his last name was Roger. Hey, I've never had a sip of coffee before. Not a single one, huh? No. It's Gourmet Coffee Day. <laughs> It'll make hair grow on your chest. Well, See, because right well, now we, it's we, growing we can, on your uh, face. <laughs> we can change that like oh. that. We can... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, we got the good old cure. Forty-two years old, man. <laughs> we can just bring you a K cup because you don't do drugs. Is that why you haven't had any coffee? That's exactly you right. You don't do drugs. I got it. You, don't take, you ever you, had a Coca Cola? You don't take mind altering. Oh yeah, mind altering <laughs> substances. Uh, so it's lexicographer day today, or it's thesaurus day today. And so I thought to broaden your um, broaden to give you more versatility <sighs> yes. in your words, I went in and found a list of archaic words hmm. that used to be common. Sure. So you can work those into your vocabulary at your discretion. I'll start with something pretty easy. Apothecary. Yes. Apothecary, a person one, yeah. who prepared or sold medicine. That yes. used to be a lot more popular that. than it is now. Baseborn. Baseborn is of low birth or social standing. Okay. So if you're baseborn, okay. that means you're right. you're not a noble. Is that mm-hmm. going to help me in songwriting? Another way to put it. Uh, Beldam. Beldam is an old woman. B-E-L-D-A-M. Beldam. Bootless is ineffectual and useless. Bootless. You're so bootless. He, mm. looked, he looked right at you. No, I, I looked that. out the window. Uh, yes, uh, from I, here. I felt, I felt the eye contact. Did you? I felt the eye contact. <laughs> uh, chicane. I, I thought chicane was chicane. like when you deviate course. But this use of chicane, C-H-I-C-A-N-E, is to deceive or hoodwink. Mm. Mm. You've been hoodwinked. You've been chicaned. Stink bugs chicane a lot <laughs> on soundboards. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, I see. I see. Said, yeah. I was going to say. That's they not they a stink to, bug. They, they seem it's to not, appear. No, it's been in here for months. They appear all over the place in here. They do? Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, I'm not saying necessarily in this room. but They're all, so all build them. Uh-huh. Caducity. Caducity is the infirmity of old age or senility. C A D U C I T Y. I can't pronounce some of these things, even after this you say This is why them. they're archaic, old timey words. That's mm-hmm. why we don't use them. Fudge. 
no, is, I'm good. is nonsense. Fudge. Like fudge it up. I'm going to disagree there. Fudge, nonsense. Gadzooks. An expression of surprise or annoyance. Only if you read comic books. Yes. You still use <laughs> yeah, Gadzooks. Like, now you're yeah, in my yeah, lane yeah, yeah. here. Gadzooks. Uh, Grimalkin, G-R-I-G-R-I-M-A-L-K-I-N. Uh, Grimalkin is a cat. So you have a Grimalkin. I've got a Grimalkin I'll give you. Anybody just raise your hand. i got a Grimalkin <laughs> that can be yours today. You know you love Nala. Oh, a husbandman. A husbandman, husbandman is a farmer. A husbandman. Okay. A Jake's is an outdoor toilet. A Picaroon is a scoundrel. You picaroon, P I C A R O O N, husbandmen. I'm still stuck on that picaroon. Uh, I thought this one was clever. Sea smoke, two words. Sea smoke, as like, in the old man in the sea. Okay. Sea smoke is another word for fog. Oh, that makes sense. Sea smoke. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, trig, neat and smart. T R I G, neat and smart. I think that's math. Yoke. Is the amount of land that a pair of oxen could plow in a single day? Okay. So, how much land is out there? That's a yoke's worth. How, so how many like, oxen? Two. Oh. A is pair, that you said? Oh, you a said pair. a pair. Okay. Yeah, because they fit. Because two oxen will fit in that one single yoke, uh-huh. and however much work they can do in a day okay. is that definition. See, of I thought a yoke was a thing area. in an egg. Well, that would be with an L, yoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so this is a. This is a yoke. Y O K E. Oh, oh, yep. okay. And then zounds, an expression of surprise or indignation. That's another thing that I could see in a comic book. Dennis expressed his zounds at my hypothesis. There are your hmm. uh, lexicographer words for today. Excellent job with in, pronunciation. In, impress your friends and those around you. Or basically, the reason I like to share these words with you is so it gives you the ability to talk in code. Mm, that's good to those nearby, so that they're unaware of what you what you might be doing. That's good stuff, right there. Fair enough. Very good. Oh, I have some updated information for oh, you here. Okay. Uh, oh. Well, the Olympics start in a, less than awesome. a month, supposedly. Okay. So. Second verse, same as the first. Oh, really? Yep. Due to the grave and complicated situation of the COVID-19 pandemic and to ensure the safety of all participants and spectators, no public tickets will be sold to the upcoming games. So we're not even going to have any Americans there because we're not sending. Remember, we're boycotting them with our dignitaries. Mm-hmm. So there'll be no Biden administration people there, no ambassadors, and they'll be giving tickets away to, I presume, people that they've screened. So no, they, the People's Republic of China is not going to let anyone in that might cheer for an American. Mm-hmm. So they're ruined. Opening ceremony is set for Friday, February 7th. And the games will commence on, they will commence on February 20. How's that work? That doesn't work. That must be wrong. The games might start the next day and run through the 20th. Because yeah, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have the opening ceremonies on the 7th and not have the games start until the 20th. That's just not how, that's not how the Olympics work. Mm-hmm. And Straight I should, out. I should know. Yeah, I'm Did excited you? to, I don't know how much of it I'll watch, but and see, the thing I don't like about this one is, you know, since it's the twelve or the big time differences, you know, all the all the prime time events are in the morning, you know, and all that. So you kind of know what had already happened, which is kind of a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so we were traveling, you know, during the Summer Olympics. It was mm-hmm. weird because I could watch the day before. So we were off the mainland. We could see the day before's coverage, and then they went right into the live coverage. Uh huh. From and so it was really. Because it got confusing when you would be watching it in the evenings. You'd think, "Is this today's or is this mm-hmm. yesterday's?" It was just very, uh, it was very odd. A new poll suggests that the average person wastes twenty six days a year on hold. No chance. I'm, oh. I am way below average. You won't catch me waiting on hold for much of anything. Yeah, if I wait on hold more than five minutes, I'm done. You put me on hold. Boop, I'll try again later. Like I was on I'm hold not, for three hours two weeks ago. You were. For what? <clears throat> Had to be on hold. Something okay. for school. Okay. 
Like, I had to get that done that day, and I was just on hold. That long. All right. Was this when your professor was revealing to you which Hallmark movie you had to watch? No, that was in the syllabus. <laughs> oh, did you get assigned one? Yeah. I shared this last yeah, week. Yeah, I didn't know. You just said Hallmark. I didn't know that he got assigned a specific one. Yeah. Oh. I did. Yeah. Have you, had you seen I watched it. Had you seen it before you had been assigned it? No, but I think Sarah had. But it had uh, Dean Cain in it, so I was almost – I just pretended he was Clark Kent the whole time. Gotcha. And how was it? It's great. Did she pretend like she hadn't seen it, or did she just – No, I think she had maybe seen it a long time ago, but okay. she kind of was, was familiar with the story. All right. Well, I mentioned it one day last week when you weren't here, so – Yeah. Um, that Thanks. It was it yeah. was part of your curriculum. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh a new survey. So you were on hold for three hours. I was on hold for about two and a half hours this time last year with the Walt Disney Company. Oh. Um, but that's back in the time where we still had a landline. So I just put it. I just laid it over there and went on about doing what I was doing. Yeah. It, it was no. It was on their nickel. I'd called an eight hundred number, and so it, right. I don't care how long. Um, so that wasn't that big of a deal. But for if, if you want me to sit there and hold the phone for two and a half hours right. or for three, you not can forget that. it. Twenty six days a year is what they're saying. Wow, no way. According to the poll, two thousand people, the average person spends nearly two hours daily doing a whole lot of nothing, and over the course of a week, that amounts to over twelve hours of wasted time. Six hundred twenty four hours annually. So being on hold tops the list. So they say that the average person spends two hours on hold a day. No, of wasted time oh. a day. Oh, but at the number lot more time in two hours. But the number one waste time waster okay. is being on hold. Gotcha. The number two time waster is waiting in a line. Okay. Sitting in traffic at three, trying to call the doctor's office at four, <laughs> waiting for a delivery to arrive at five, then followed by commuting. It's waiting for a delivery to arrive, though, but isn't that just sitting on your couch? No, no, no. There's so much more involved in waiting for a delivery, Sam. Oh, I know that there's stress. There was something that I was waiting for that I didn't know had I arrived. I needed it Friday. I know, Last week. I know someone that when they're expecting a delivery, mm-hmm. it turns into almost like a sporting event mm-hmm. yes. because they, tr- they, they track it. They keep it open on the tracker mm-hmm. and yes. says like somehow it's out for delivery. Mm-hmm. And then this person will look out the window every mm-hmm. 30 seconds until it arrives mm-hmm. because they're afraid they're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. And it's really well, quite comical. See, I know that now the new Amazons in in the bigger cities, they'll have it to where you can follow the truck. Mm-hmm. Like you can see where the truck is as it's pulling down the street. Oh, yeah. You can do that with your pizza, too, which is really nice. And it's got little steam graphics the steam rising off up. the top. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, commuting at 6, scrolling social media at 7. Oh, that's way higher. <laughs> waiting for laundry yeah. to finish at 8. Number 9, getting yeah. served in a restaurant. You got served. And number 10, waiting for a cup of tea to brew. See, I don't believe Coffee, that. Coffee, tea, whatever. You're doing social media while you're doing all those other things. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yeah. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Right. Well, every Sunday, it's my phone sends me the, this is how much time you spent on yeah. my phone. Yeah, oh, I get that oh, on yeah. Sunday, too. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, you did better this week. Ooh, you didn't do so well this week. <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. Report Whatever. cards. What's funny is it tells me this as I'm getting ready to go to church. Uh-huh. Like, for heaven's sakes, I'm <laughs> yes. going to church. Like, I'm not using my <laughs> devices. Better. That's right. Uh, do you all know someone named Joshua? Do you have a Joshua in your life? Sure do. My son. Joshua? You might want to take a couple steps back from Joshua. Uh, typically, it's like a Joshua. daily process. Not that you did not you that you disown them. I'm just saying. Oh, you you might want to take a couple steps back so that a piano do, doesn't fall on you. Oh gosh, oh, cool. Joshuas yeah. are more accident prone than any other name. Do, do we need to to hey. warn the health director? I th- he knows it. I was going to say he's an no expert. Warning. He's an expert on health. He, Touche. He, he doesn't need us to tell him. Joshua's more accident prone than any other name. Christopher and Noah rounded out the top three, <gasps> followed by Calvin, Brandon, <laughs> and Tim. <laughs> Angela Tim. is the most accident prone woman's name, followed by Karen, Daisy, Gracie. Katie, Emma, and Olivia. Those hmm. are the most no Gracie dangerous name. Grace is not listed in the huh. most accident prone names for women. So just. If you're around anyone with those names, 
Maybe maybe you don't just sit like shoulder to shoulder. Maybe I'm out. You, maybe you put the you know three feet of separation between and just you know that way you're not part of the accident. But get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. They all started looking real suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now, just wait a minute, Jim. You know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life. Did you know I'm a faithful kangaroos cannot back up? Because they don't have rearview mirrors? Uh, yep, and they have no backup beeper. Beep, Now, when they hop... Because of the way they're built, oh, they're always forward motion. I guess that makes really? When they're doing their kangaroo hop, the they always that their forward. Legs are bent, maybe? Yes, uh, Alea and I a couple times have gone down the rabbit hole on YouTube of watching kangaroos mm-hmm. box, okay. yeah, and it's really it's really funny. Oh yeah, they're, they're yeah I mean, they're, they can hit. They're aggressive, right? It's just funny. Well, it starts with people. People think they can box them, and that's funny. Uh-huh. And then that leads to kangaroos boxing kangaroos. And it's uh, it's really really kind of fun. So they're like uh, boomerangs, you know, sticking with the Australian theme. Yeah, always a forward motion, uh-huh. or like a one uh, a, a one footed duck, swimming in circles, just yeah. all the time. That's interesting. Um, so over there in front, over there at Dennis's workstation, yes, hello, um, is a is a new no, not that. Oh, you can have that if I'm, you want to. I'm good. There's a new there's a box over there, and it's called. What's the, what's that box say? This says, "How am I weird? How, Where do I begin? How am I weird?" Okay, so Sam, first, this is a puzzler. Okay, because this was a Christmas gift from my sister. Okay, to me. So first of all, I was like, "Okay, what are you trying to say?" Yeah, Sam, look at your mic flag. You got a a tag along on your mic flag. (laughs) Yeah. You can even see it there on the camera. On that bug. It's over here. I'm out. Yeah. So um, my sister is notorious for being able to pick out some really neat uh, games. In fact, my sister is the reason, uh, the older of my two sisters, she's the reason that Factor Crap is part of the show. That's That's how Factor Crap came to the show is that it was a Christmas gift from her. And so she is a um, so she she's she's very good at so she actually, gifted this it, it's a game it's a card it's a game of cards and it's called How Am I Weird and I thought we would unpack it today and okay. see have you ever seen this game before Dennis Nah okay would you mind go ahead and open the box I and would see love to. what you can it's one of those snakes that's going to pop out here no I promise this is not, this is not a this is not a prank it's not a gag okay, okay. I mean unless my sister is pranking or gagging all of us I guess you know uh, the instructions are already... I've never met your sister so I don't know if I'd put a pass through it yeah I'm, no I mean I mean it, she it'd she be more likely for you to do that to her she right? wouldn't have let it go this long okay, if, okay <laughs> so there are cards in there uh-huh. all right just, just pull some cards are there instructions yeah Okay, what do the instructions say? I don't know. Sam, look at those. I never really, you know. You don't read the instructions? Nah. Alea uh, calls them corrections, by the way. Arrange the cards read the corrections. three decks, it says. Each player takes, there are three sets of cards. There are life cards. Life cards. Comeback cards. Comeback cards. Weirdo cards. Weirdo cards. Okay, I know okay. who's getting what. Each player takes. <laughs> I get the comeback cards. <laughs> each player takes eight comeback cards and chooses one Dennis Cook card from the ten. <laughs> the weirdo. Okay. Huh? So the- oh, whoa! One player is nominated the Big Weird Chief, otherwise known as the BWC. Yeah, I know Time who the for me BWC. To clock in. I know who the BWC is. Okay, so here's the the BWC. Okay, give me an example of a life card. A life card is the wait. Dennis has got the life. Is cards. the yellow? Is the yeah. orange one? I think they say. I think they say on the back which they are. I don't think he's got and this. Th- these decks are not. They're supposed to be separated by what kind you, of card. Your they middle are. stack has yellow cards in it. I okay, can see it in the are, middle stack. All these are comeback cards. Do, 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 do. I mean, if I had a little prep time, I would have. That's all right. No, I just I don't know what's in there. That's oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. So, oh, there they are. Hey. There are your life cards. All right. Okay. What's well, an example of a life card? Life card. In a cafe. Your friend's son picks wax out of his ear Ooh. and drops it in your drink. <laughs> okay. All right. So what are we are, – uh, other than react and say, ooh, gross, what are we supposed to do with that information? So you have eight comeback cards and your weirdo card. Okay. So, okay. so you find the weirdest answer that you can. 
Win or lose, and then if you play your weirdo card, that means you okay. can come up with your own answer. Slash their tires. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is my personal favorite. Stop showering for a week. Ah, is that a comeback or is that a response? These are all comebacks. Okay. Oh, okay. The weirdo card is last. All right, got it. These are all responses we could lay down in, in, in response. Laugh about the wild beauty of black holes. <laughs> Sounds like something your son would say. I like this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, we were going to study outer space today. (laughs) This seems like a reach, but it's perfect. Criticize their children. It's a perfect response. Uh, That that, yes. Uh Uh, I wonder. Let's see if we could use some of our old-timey archaic words <laughs> if we yes. how, how much we can criticize uh, their their children all right and uh, uh take a selfie with them <coughs> say i've got a friend called barney have you and then the weirdo card this is kind of like a free for all get out of jail free it says come up with your own answer uh-huh. come up, oh, that's the weirdo that's card that's like a trump card you can uh-huh. do whatever what, okay does yeah, this... all of the okay, all the weirdo cards say come up with your own answer. Basically, you... if you don't have something that fits, all right. No, oh, in fact, you're allowed to use the weirdo card as much as you want during the game. Uh, well, I know several people who all they can do are play weirdo cards. So this could be fun if it's light and you're giddy. Yeah, I'd like to see more of the life cards because that one example was pretty gross. Yeah. So, all right, something give us something to do during the break. Hang around here on In the Know. ponder for today what is something you would never eat no matter how hungry you are well, I mean, the, you know the answer choices are astounding define hungry though i mean think about it i know you think you're hungry but i mean hungry anything with ranch or sour cream i'm out anything no matter how hungry you are. Yeah, I mean, I hate those things so much. And if it's sour cream, if it's doused or cream cheese, when you, you need put, that. but when you put ranch and sour cream together, it's heavenly. No. Yes. Uh, how am I weird? <laughs> Where do we begin? <laughs> you, need to, you are the big weirdo. No, I no, I won't. I Sam, how won't. hungry would you have to be to eat a tomato? Ugh. Ugh. Real hungry. Oh. Real hungry. What if there's a t- what if there's t- chopped tomato on a pizza? No, you don't really. Do that. You won't I don't do want that. that. No. Wow, it's okay. texture. Ugh. Uh, but so so, are you sure it's tomato? Yeah. Because I was thinking about it. I would if I got hungry enough, like I would eat a banana. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. bananas, but yeah, if I, got I can, hungry I can enough, eat it. I, I can eat, eat banana. It's just okay. by far not my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't like. What about? I guess I know that there are people out there that that eat spider, like tarantula. I've oh, seen that man. on like bizarre foods or yeah, something. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know that I could. Do Dennis, that. what if you were the mayor of Hidden Valley? <laughs> what if you were the mayor of the city of Hidden Valley? Like you were the mayor of the entire ranch. Yeah, nice. You you nice wouldn't fun. you wouldn't eat Hidden Valley Ranch. I would say welcome everyone to the inauguration service, uh, and also we're going to piggyback a name change. <laughs> would you? Would you eat a snake? Yum Brands is bringing. Would in that KFC. be on your list? Would I eat a snake? Yes. Oh, uh, probably not. I mean that. No. I, would, I mean that. I've eaten alligator. So, alligator's wow. good. Wow, alligator's okay. real good. I'd say some people will tell you snake's good, but I. I don't particularly think so. I just, although that would be like the that's ultimate not your favorite revenge. thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It would be the ultimate mm-hmm. revenge. Be like, ha! <laughs> better <laughs> yeah. to eat the snake than the snake eat you. Yeah, shows you. Well, the, the, that one snake tried to eat Ken Hallett. Yeah, that's true. Ken Hallett was a little bigger though in one. A little. On television tonight on ABC, Judge Steve Harvey is on. This is good. So if uh, if you've not caught it yet, I think this is the third episode. And you can tell the fix is in. 
Um, they do a good job presenting both sides of the case. But my guess is is that Steve Harvey is paying the damages no matter who wins and who loses. So it's it's pretty good. His reactions and, to things. Yeah, that's I mean, really good. And he and the other thing about Steve Harvey, too, is that they don't use the normal – they don't use normal rules of court. Okay. And so he can decide – if you've got a plaintiff and a defendant, and he thinks both of them are hogwash, then he says Gadzooks, and he says, oh nice. He says neither of you win, and he, so he sets it aside and does whatever he wants to do. So it's it's pretty funny. It's um, I love Steve Harvey. It's Steve Harvey's comedy, yes, wrapped in a courtroom show. So if you like Judge Judy, I'd say you probably would like this better. That's primetime ABC? Yep, primetime ABC. Hmm. Uh, there is no Cougar game tonight. I know you were expecting to be able to watch on YouTube the Cougars and play the Mustangs of Muhlenberg County, but that uh, that has been yeah. dismissed for the evening. You think they'll try and make that up? Uh, I would presume so, but I don't know. You know what assuming does. Yeah. All right, today's highlight in history – Dennis, is your 23 series still going on? Still first going Baptist? on through the, uh, actually through the first Sunday of February. We're studying Uh-oh. Psalm 23, right. and uh, we're having a great series. And then the, the last three weeks of February will be a series about biblical marriage. Ha- which, week, which week do you talk about taking a bath? In, in marriage? No, in the 23rd. Oh, I can't give all that away. You just have to show up. I mean, there needs to be a lesson on hey, making me lie down in still waters. I mean, yeah. isn't that about hygiene and bathing? And I'm not sure that's the actual <laughs> exposition of the scripture. Uh, so come and find out what that really means. <laughs> 10 a.m., 106 East Walnut Street. Uh, today's highlight in history, this date, 1943, during World War II. Uh, Jewish insurgents in the Warsaw Ghetto launched their initial armed resistance against Nazi troops. Eventually succeeded in crushing the rebellion. Captain Cook reached the present-day Hawaiian Islands. This date in 1778. He named them initially the Sandwich Islands. You okay with sandwiches? (sighs) Fantastic. All right, well, what about a sandwich that has ranch dressing on it? No. No? All right. The Jeffersons spun spun off from All in the Family and premiered on CBS this date in 75. Beans don't burn on the grill. Which one was more successful? I would have to say all in the family. Thanks. Probably, yeah. That'd be my guess. Birthdays today, Kevin Costner is sixty seven. There you go. Hmm. Dutton. Dutton Ranch. Jason Siegel is forty two today. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, my favorite Jason Siegel movie. He was good in How I Met Your Mom or How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't place him. Jason Siegel? Yeah. You've not seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Uh uh-uh. uh. I've actually never heard of that. It's a TV show? No, it's a movie. It's a movie. I'm oh, sorry. What, mid to late 2000s? Yeah, I guess that's right. Peter Roger, born this date in 1779. Daniel Webster, born this date in 1782. A.A. A. Milne in uh, 1882. Harry Grant, 1904. Danny Kay in 1911. That makes sense why it's Winnie the Pooh Day. No yep. doubt. And, and the Saurus Day. <laughs> or, yeah. Let's go to chart toppers. Let's try and get to 1957. Here we go. The Terriers, number one, with the banana boat song. The record is stuck. This unique style. You had a question, Sam? This is in Banana Boat Song. Which movie is it? It's Beetlejuice. Thank you. It is right on the tip of my tongue. Speaking of Beatles. Yeah, I, I don't know what that, happened to it. I think the Harry Belafonte version might be the one that's in uh, Beetlejuice, Correct. but uh, the Banana Boat song is still Because they get possessed and sing it, right? Yes. 1966, The Vogue's number one with Five O'Clock World. Don't forget, don't be ninja nobody that don't need ninja. So... Emily, I never 1975, Barry Manilow. Not a fan. Really? 
You don't like Barry Manilow. Interesting. I'm sure. I mean, I'm talking professionally, of course. Uh, so, just not my style. So, Barry Manilow or Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. But you, but you think they're different? Yeah. See, yeah. Barry Manilow and Neil Diamond are almost the same artist to me. Uh, it's interesting. Michael Jackson or Paul McCartney? No, easy. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is not the third most famous human of all time behind Jesus and Muhammad. That doesn't bother me. I'm just glad he's not first. Yeah. <laughs> in 1984, say, say, say. Whitney Houston, number one in 93 with I Will Always Love You. Pink at the party started in 02. Katy Perry, Firework in 2011. And Circles, Post Malone, was number one two years ago today. Way back, all the way back in 2020. Ooh. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, guys. Thank Good you to see all. you. Say hey, hey to everybody at FBC for me. No doubt. Especially the ones that, uh, the ones that look after you every day. A lot of them. Whew. Goodness gracious. Easier said than done. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. My bed is a magical place where I suddenly remember everything I was supposed to do. (laughs) My bed is a magical place where I suddenly remember everything I was supposed to do. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.